Striking Chords with Jonathan Douglas. Here, talking with actor Marcel Marceau. Even when you are a writer, you have to be silent and to reflect. You cannot uh, make a book when there is noise. And then you cannot be a painter when you don't concentrate with silence. You cannot be a philosopher when there is no silence. You cannot even do a job when you don't reflect of what you have to do. And this is why I think silence is the essence of life. But nothing is silent. The universe is not silent. The stars are not silent. They shine and, and they bring music in your heart, you know, even when you don't hear it. And this is why I think that uh, mime has, when it's well done, attention, when it is well done, has a magnetic force, a spiritual force and a magnetic force beyond words. And the best way to understand it is to come and see it, because it is, it's, of course, visual. The way you've been speaking suggests that over this period, long period of time that you've been doing this, it has been a, um, a sort of voyage of, of evolution, a voyage of discovery, that you're in a constant state of becoming somehow. Yes, you see, this you have a larger repertoire, but you see you have also very often young mimes who say, I don't want to be like Marceau, I want to be different. Let them be different, it's wonderful. And this is why in my international school, nobody copies Marcel Marceau, nobody copies Bip. They create their own numbers, uh, but they have to have a grammar. And uh, without grammar, you cannot have an art form. And this is why we, we have even a grammar which goes in creativity, complete creativity. When you see, when you see great dancers of flamenco, which I love, they stay in the flamenco style. But they create also now with the flamenco style a certain language with the feet, which is fantastic. And they become dramatic and theatrical too. And this is exactly what we do with mime dramas. We play with music, without music, with sceneries, with the costumes according to the time and the period you play. And it goes in so many directions. You can even create men which are extraterrestrial, you know, beyond uh, beyond our planet, you know, and it goes in, it will become a very, very rich art form. You once said, I think, that um, earlier in your life you were more avant-garde and you had somehow discovered the importance of, uh, of, of classicism later on. But you know when you speak about avant-garde, avant-garde can also become arrière-garde. You see, it has, what, what is important is it has to be strong. When it is strong, it's timeless. You see what they like in opera? When you hear, hear Verdi, when you hear an opera of Mozart, well, nobody ca can be stronger than they were. They can be different. But I want to say that what is classic becomes timeless. And I think that our art has one day to become timeless because men will be different but the soul of men will always look for the memories and the roots of the past and I say to young people when you don't have memories of the past you have no future it is very important to go back to the roots of the past to the roots of what happens today and to create for the future 
But if you neglect the past, you have no future. Do you find, uh, when you're just involved in everyday life, that you're constantly on, on the lookout for ideas? That you are, perhaps do you find sometimes that there's, there's almost a blur between performance and real life? Well, you, you know, uh, of course, between performances, I have many ideas, but I'm also a painter. I paint, I play chess, I, I, I'm not only involved in the theatre, I also watch live, I watch what happens in life with politics also. I am very interested, I am a witness of my time, and this is why I want to create in the theatre, being a witness of my time, I want to create the events of our time. And you know Albert Camus, which was a great writer and philosopher and essayist, said, the journalist is l'historien du moment. The journalist is a historian of the moment. And this is a wonderful statement. I think an actor has to be also an historian of the moment. What, what drew you in that direction? Were you, did you have an interest when you were very young? Or was it something that you discovered? I read, again, with, with great interest that you were a member of the resistance during the war. Was it after that that you discovered this? Yes. Thing? After the war, you know, I was... Uh, my first pantomimes were trying to catch butterflies. Uh, like a child, it, it destroys a butterfly, not wanting to destroy it because it's so fragile. And then he, he understands the value of life. And, but, you know, then I wanted to, to do numbers like beep street musician, beep traveling on the train, beep looking for a job. A little like Chaplin did when he tried the different trades because he was without job and he wanted to try new jobs. And then I created a repertoire, and a large repertoire with the style pantomimes, your metaphors, and beep in adventures of everyday life. And I became a writer without writing, but playing with my body. My body became what the words of a writer, if you want, you see. And this is what is so important. You cannot imagine an art form of mime when you have not seen it. You cannot imagine dance when you have not seen it. You cannot imagine opera when you don't hear it, you see. And this is why uh, our, our best moment is when we feel that the public communicates with us in silence. And in my lifetime, I have shared thousands of lives, really, in audiences. I, I was lucky enough to share thousands of lives almost every night, and this is fantastic. It, it seems that it, it, with you particularly, there's a, a wonderfully organic or seamless relationship between performance and creation. Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, what is creation is not always a success, because creation is creation, and you have to make out of those creations, you have to ch make a choice. And when you make a program, a repertoire, you have to bring what is really the choice which appeals to the public. In a certain way, you, want to, you have to please the public. You have to make uh, an entrance with the style and the form. Uh, we say in French, plaire et toucher, uh, to please and to touch, which is... Uh, the the ideal and the, the this you learn in that school you know when you have an education you learn at school what the classics said plaire et toucher and this is what we try to do in the theatre also everybody tries this 
Marcel Marcel, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much. And uh, the rest, as Shakespeare said, is silence. Thank you.